From Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Brandon Bird. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. Welcome to Felice Navipod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is Rigby. There we go. It's mid-October. Rocktober, if you will. I won't, but maybe you will. Um, you know, and I think we have a song for Rocktober, right? All right, so let's do it. No? No? No Rocktober song? I, I thought we had a Rocktober song. Nope. All right, my mistake. Uh, anyways... Uh, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, there are 70 days until Christmas. 70 days. That's it. So uh, it's almost the appropriate time for this show to exist. Uh, in fact, we do have a song about that. Let's do it. No? No, no song for that either? Nope. Oh, boy. Uh, boy, who's, who's steering this ship? Nope. Well, that explains it. Uh, anyways, I guess that means it's time to get into one of our most beloved segments of the show. I'm, of course, talking about where Rigby and I reenact a scene from Turner and who. Guess I'm going to get the door. Hey, Brandon Bird. Hey. Hey. Just thought I'd drop in. Thanks for dropping by. Come on in. Hey, no problem. What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Just painting a bunch of Sears stores and, uh, <laughs> you know, getting ready, getting ready for Christmas. Because mm-hmm. Christmas, if you're a person who sells things, which is art prints, available on brandonbird.com. <laughs> oh, very you, early plug. Yeah, you've always, you always want to be ready for Christmas and have new stuff. <laughs> Do you have any? Uh, I know. I know you've had your uh, the Mr. T Christmas cards. Oh yeah, I'm working on a new one. Yeah, new new uh, Christmas yeah, yeah, cards. Yeah. Hopefully, I can get it done. It's one of those things where it's like I want to get that done, but I also still need to finish all these Sears paintings that people are waiting for. And and the solution seems to be just work all the time on everything and never do anything fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you found the time to come here. It doesn't more, get I'm, much more fun. Yeah, but I brought uh, a couple <laughs> Sears paintings that I'm going to be working on as we talk. Oh, that's yeah. what those are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'll try not to get too distracted. Um, <laughs> but what uh, – so, yeah, so new new Christmas card. Mr. T Christmas card? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Timus. Nice. Um, the non-denominational super holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a whole backstory for it and everything? Uh, yeah, actually, like, for realsies, uh, my older sister – uh, kind of started it, God, I want to say maybe like 10 years ago. All right. Kind of as like a, you know, we want our kid to like have Christmas, uh-huh. but without all the religious-y like <laughs> right. overtones. So as a joke, it's sort of like, oh, celebrate Timus, which is the Mr. T holiday. And you don't have to celebrate it on Christmas, uh-huh. you know, because sometimes we try to like all 
me and my other sibling like Skype in for TMS. We're just like we're kind of <laughs> the same place. Uh, but it's let me let me think here. You make um you make a pity list. All right. Which is a list of all the people in the past year you pity. Mm-hmm. It could be people who maybe did you wrong, right. or people who just, you know, like uh, it could be public figures, you know, like mm-hmm. Donald Trump or okay, you know, pitiable figures. Yes, and you also uh, there's the construction of a fool from sticks. <laughs> all right, <laughs> and then uh, I think you. I might be conflating these two things, but uh, uh, I want to say you either you make your pity list and you share it with people and you discuss you know why certain people ended up on uh-huh. it, um, and then you you usually you throw the fool your little stick fool into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could also throw your pity list into the fire, but I'm not I'm not off the top of my head. Uh, you know, this is a young holiday. The right. traditions maybe right. haven't. It's- haven't right. solidified yet and uh you also you can't you can't say anything bad about anyone's mother on Timus. okay that's, that's a good rule and uh t would approve yes exactly yeah. exactly it's things sort of in the spirit of mr understood t. i was catching on to that yeah. yes yeah it's not like a celebration of of how cool he is so much <laughs> as how can we take the lessons of mr t <laughs> And apply them to our lives and become better people. That's what Tinas is about. Nice. Are you, I just found out recently about uh, the there was a Mr. T and Webster like Christmas special. What? Yeah, I found a very short clip of it online recently. Like, was it an episode of Webster? No, it was like a separate yeah, Christmas special. It was. It was. If I'm understanding it right, it looked like it was. Like you know, kind of like a almost like a variety show because the clip that I found, Emmanuel Lewis sings a little little number. How weird! <laughs> yeah. I I've tried to find a little more in, info about it. I thought hmm. I as excited as you are about Mr. Yeah. T and Chris, I thought maybe you might know a little more. But no, I don't. Webster, uh, I think there's a whole um, like secret history of Webster that has like been kind of swept under the rug. Because you I don't... don't know, I don't know if you know this. But the final episode of Webster featured a guest appearance by Michael Dorn as Lieutenant Worf. And I'm not making this up. This is I saw this. It was like a Webster rerun in like 1994, 1995. Uh-huh. Where it was like something happened. He had like a bad day. He was like trying to run a race or something and couldn't finish. And he's all frustrated and he goes to bed. And then he wakes up and he's on the Starship Enterprise and Worf's there and they have a conversation. <laughs> and, then, you know, he wakes back up in the morning. He's like, oh, I guess it was just a dream. But then he looks. I assume this was like something that happened before I started watching that episode. That there was like a sub where like he had a broken computer joystick. And he mm-hmm. looks over and he sees it's been fixed. And there's a note on it that says, like, repaired courtesy of the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> so did he actually go aboard the Enterprise? Sure, sounds uh, like it. Yeah, and uh, I was I just didn't like, realize. So that was sorry. It, it, yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah a, this is the thing. If it had to like, I yeah, you're like, did those things actually overlap? Yeah, yeah. 
and because I don't I don't know my Star Trek really okay, well. Well, I oh, yeah. I kind of when, do. when you when you first and said like, who played who, my look I gave you wasn't shock. <laughs> it was I don't know if I know who you're talking about. <laughs> no, no, it was uh, he was in his his second. It was like the early Star Trek uniform, but it was yellow. So it was the second season of Next Generation. Okay, which would have when been. Did, was it like eighty uh, seven or something? I think what it started in eighty seven, so the second season would have been eighty eight, eighty nine. Okay. Let's see when Webster was on. And I think like eighty eight or eighty nine is when it like died. Yeah, I didn't think Webster like that's a show that didn't really live much past its original run. Like it's not a show you catch yeah. a lot of reruns. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah. It has like it, it has like no people know who Webster is. Mm-hmm. Okay, it ran eighty three like, to eighty nine, so yeah, I guess yeah. there was. Some. Yeah, and eventually when I looked it up, I was like, "That was the the final episode of Webster." <laughs> <laughs> like that's how that ended. <laughs> Do you know how Family Matters ended? Uh, didn't I just Urkel, learned this recently. Like, go into space. <laughs> yeah. I think he gets trapped in space. I, uh, I oh, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he ends up coming, but he's he. Uh, it's I, at no, least I think, like the, I feel like I've seen that. I've seen. Yeah, him floating I've found into a few space. clips. I I want to see the whole thing. Yeah, really bad. <laughs> yeah. That's. I think I'm not sure if it, I saw like part. I feel like it was like a two parter. Uh-huh. I don't know yeah, if him it, floating it into space was the cliffhanger. Yeah, that may or have like been the, what it was. the resolution. <laughs> I would love if the show ended with him just floating, floating off. It's <laughs> <laughs> the weird dark ending. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I need. I really need. I've. I really hope that would be one of those things you could find the whole episode on YouTube, but I've not I, been I, able to find it yet. And I have not been able to find the the Worf clip. Yeah. Which you'd think, you know, the people who love Star Trek are like, <laughs> you'd want to find every single yeah, yeah, trace yeah. of it. But it's just like this, like, was I the only person who saw that? Right. Like, That's, yeah, it'd be great if you dreamt that the whole, <laughs> this whole time. You just thought it really happened. Yeah, did they even have that on DVD? I don't think so. Because I don't, I don't recall Maybe ever like seeing it one anywhere. A, like one season. Like there was right. that like, yeah. I don't know what was that like two thousand. I feel like two thousand six was maybe like peak DVD on mm-hmm. TV saturation. Like oh yeah, everything came out. It'd be like Murphy and Brown. I was a sucker for yeah. most Murphy of it. Brown season one. <laughs> no other seasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a few of those. They still haven't released. The only one I really care about that doesn't exist is they still only put the first three seasons of The Muppet Show out. Oh, really? Yeah, there's what? two more, and they have not put them all out. That I, seems kind of weird. Cause... I think the big problem is the music licensing. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. <laughs> uh, I did want to ask you, and you quickly brought it up earlier, but so what? what's the deal with your Sears obsession? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's just also if I mean I guess people probably see the description before they listen to this, but if you don't know Brandon Bird, he's a awesome artist that I'm a big fan of, have been for a while, and you tend to how would you describe you paint ridiculous I, 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 scenarios? Yeah, I paint of. weird like I say pop art, but I don't want you know people to think like oh Andy Warhol or like mm-hmm. you know cartoon. I usually do very realistic or tend toward realism um uh, like celebrities doing funny things mm-hmm. but also i try to not just do that but like 
the Sears thing, it's, you know, to me, Sears or like stores and mall stores, that that's an element of pop culture. Yeah. And so one of the very earliest things after I learned to oil paint in college I did was um, sort of a, a impressionist landscape of a Sears store. Mm-hmm. Sort of like, why did somebody paint that? Because <laughs> <laughs> to me, Sears is like this perfect, like, sort of unemotional nostalgia. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, I, I associate that with, like, I don't know, going to the mall or, like, mm-hmm. getting your picture taken at Christmas time. Yeah. But it was never... Oh, we're going to Sears. Like, I can't <laughs> wait to go. You know, like, you See, get... I feel like I, I do actually have a hint of that because I feel like I think I'm a yeah. little bit older than you. Uh, and like, I remember going like with my mom yeah. to Sears and they used to have Star Wars they toys. Used to, and, yeah. But like, I feel like by the end of the 80s, they just right. stopped. But, but it was, it was there it at was, the right yeah, time for it me. It was kind yeah. of a thing, but then it just became less. Like, there was a time definitely when, like every store had the little. Mm-hmm toy section and then just became like nope the store just says clothes sorry (laughs) clothes and tvs yeah (laughs) uh and and, lawnmowers yeah yeah just (laughs) like boring like sears is kind of like uh, like an adult store yeah it's the store for your parents kind of boring (laughs) um and it's not like something like if you were to paint a walmart store People would be like, "Oh, Walmart! Walmart right. sucks. They're, you know, terrible with wages, and they hate unions mm-hmm. and all this sort of political content." And Sears is just—they're just there. They're there. Yeah, they're like a thing. You see that? You like? I know what that is. That's a Sears store. <laughs> you know that big kind of beige slab with a logo. <laughs> you know, it's like this ingrained, like it's like a shared memory that has almost no meaning. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's like fascinating. Because it's it's like a level above banality, uh-huh. like it's I, I I don't know that that really appeals to me like <laughs> the, like like a, just this like why right. and, you know then the, the humor to me of painting Sears because the the idea of kind of driving around and making a big trip and painting all the best yeah Sears you, stores, you you took it it was last summer right it was last it was actually this time last year. Okay. We actually embarked on this and this our, journey, but it was an our idea. Our mutual had. friend Aaron went out yep. with you. Aaron Pierce yep. been on the show before. <laughs> um, it, but the idea I'd had for a while, and I was always just like, you know, do I really want to waste my money driving around and painting Sears store? But the, <laughs> the joke of that would be, you're like, I've painted all the Sears stores in America, and you walk into a gallery, and they're just kind of all the same. Yeah. Yeah. That was sort of to be like, that's the joke. That's right. the, the, the big joke. Mm-hmm. Um, and last summer, I had like friends who do web comics who, you know, everybody's using Kickstarter to fund their books and their mm-hmm. collections of comics and stuff. And they'll be like, oh, I raised $400,000 on Kickstarter. And I was like, what? I got to do Kickstarter. What? <laughs> uh, and the Sears thing kind of popped into me. I was like, oh, like, you know, this is a way I could get because, like I said, I'd done a couple Sears paintings in the, you know, since that first one 10, 12 years ago. I've done a couple. Mm-hmm. And it's always something that some people respond very strongly to it. They're like, that is hilarious. I love that. And other people are just like, I don't, why are you doing that? Uh-huh. Um, so it was something that's like, if I 
you know, spend the time and the effort and the money on this, I don't know if I will get that back in any way. Yeah. So to me, I was like, oh, if I do it as a Kickstarter, well, that, that takes care of that. Um, and also, if nobody wants to fund it, like, you know, big loss. I don't have to go on this big trip in this loser story. Yeah. But it ended up being like double funded. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I was like, I guess I'm doing this. And also, I think, I think, like, like some of the ideas I have, I don't want to tell people about them until, mm-hmm. like, I want to just finish it and be like, yeah. I no, made I this totally thing. And it's that. like this surprise of, like, what? Yeah. But. I think the Sears thing works because like knowing that I'm going to paint a Sears store and then seeing a finished Sears paint, like it doesn't ruin the joke mm-hmm. it versus, you know, like sometimes it's just the execution or the shock of seeing it. Right. And, and, you know, people got excited about it and the idea of like participating and being like, this guy's in this weird thing. And uh-huh. you're gonna, like take part and uh yeah it was totally weird i got to see all those serious stories um, how uh how long were you gone we were gone we, we planned for a month we ended up being i think just over three weeks out. okay and how many how many states did you like where did you go we like- started we started in i mean here mm-hmm. in southern california and um one of one of the sears rewards was i i sort of put this up as a lark which was, you know, you pledge X amount and I will come to your town and paint your Sears with you in the painting. <laughs> and a couple actually, like... Oh, more than one even. No, no, no. It was a couple. As oh, like oh, oh, a, oh. As gotcha, like an gotcha. anniversary right. gift to okay. themselves. And they were like, yeah, every year we like to, you know, like do something sort of... of every year we like to have an artist paint us in front of Sears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and so they were, they were up in Seattle. And so that was sort of the first, you know, we had to, it was sort of like, you know, we had to make that stop. Yeah. So that was sort of going to be like, we're going to go from LA up to Seattle. And then we went across that top, um, was that 90? I want to say like from Seattle, we went across Washington, Mm. then into, not Iowa, uh, Idaho. Idaho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just revealed myself to be an idiot. <laughs> Idaho, Montana. Um, I guess we did the little, like, drive. We drove through, like, Wyoming at night. Mm-hmm. We're like, the stars coming out. And it just, like, <laughs> just snowed. And South Dakota. Uh, like, Minnesota. Like, basically that top slant. Right. And then on through. That's a lot of till, driving through where there's not a whole lot of stuff. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it was kind of, it was just mostly driving. It wasn't yeah. like, mm-hmm. got to get to the next Sears and be like. Right. Yeah. They're probably pretty spread out through there. there. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they were. How many did you actually end up seeing? We ended up seeing officially 37. Okay. That's not counting, like, some, like, I, I visited like some california ones down here mm. like before and after yeah because i was kind of like we're not going to waste our time on the big yeah, trip yeah, doing yeah. that oh my dear, he's still talking about Sears. yeah we basically went up the top and then we went all the way to cape cod and then and at that point we were both after you know 
two weeks or whatever of misadventures. Mm-hmm. We were kind of just like, uh, oh, I understand. Because we, I mean, yeah, like we made that our goal. Like we're gonna go all the way out there, and then decide how we're feeling. You know, are we gonna meander through the south? Yeah. And say we're just like, let's just diagonal it, like, mm-hmm. like we skip, we skipped uh, New York City. Yeah, which kind of makes sense. I don't know that they have. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know that there is a Sears in New York City. Yeah, yeah. We saw a cool one in Buffalo, though. Yeah, what well, makes oh, yeah. a Sears cool? <laughs> <laughs> what everyone listening just said that at the same time as me. <laughs> it was. Uh, it had a very unique color scheme. The uh, the the sign wasn't usually they're blue right. with a white mm-hmm. inner line or sometimes they'll be white with a blue inner line this Ooh. was white okay with a red mm. inner line and then the the sort of facade was like kind of a darker gray stone okay and it basically looked, it looked like a darth vader designed series <laughs> right and the way the like there were two logos sort of on the same side mm-hmm. so when i eventually get around to painting this it's gonna be a, like a double sears like two like a really extra long double sears gotcha non-traditional color so scheme so you've not painted this one yet. no no i that was I'm gonna be that. my my dumb guy question is how do you actually go about painting all these then because you're going to paint all of them you saw no 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 no. that would be that no, no, no. okay the, the idea well, was i have that no would... idea how long it takes you either like I, I, said, I didn't dumb, know either. i totally questions. underestimated like the <laughs> amount of time this this would take uh but the idea is that we would collect photographs and make sketches. And okay, sort of, so you go and take some photos of yeah, it. Yeah, get and, all the reference, and then from it. there, sort of build a series. A series. Mm, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, like, like, I'm sorry. Of <laughs> <laughs> sort of the more, and even though the original joke, like I said, was like, oh, they'll all look the same. Mm-hmm. There's actually a lot of variation. <laughs> all right. You know, so like it's sort of composing this you know, grand series of series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, oh my God, like, I'm maybe going to be halfway through in a month or so. Oh, wow. And so how many is halfway through? Halfway through is like five or six. Okay. Out of, I said I would paint 10. Okay. Five or six is like enough to like finally fulfill all the rewards. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and then the rest, like the more ambitious Sears paintings, I'm going to sort of take my time on. Okay. But right now, I'm definitely like, oh, people, I want to get them their stuff. Like, I want to, I just, I just finished. Yeah. So you've done like five in a, like a year? Well, most of this year, I just wasn't able. I had to move and like didn't have a right. studio for like okay. four months. And right. then I had to basically like ramp up everything from scratch. Mm-hmm. And there's a period, like spring, early summer, where I was working on the seer, but I ended up just scrapping a lot of work. Yeah, because it wasn't. And like I said, like I usually am painting like celebrity faces, mm-hmm. and even though in general I've painted lots of things lots of different ways, it was definitely like a wait, how do I get back into this like sort of abstract or landscape like sense, uh-huh. and. So I had like a lot of false starts, and then actually, weirdly, I was like, "No, idiot! Just paint them like you would paint anything else, like a base coat, and then under painting, laying in all the shadows and stuff." And uh-huh. I mean, it's like this kind of delicate 
at first I was sort of trying to, to rely too much on the photos, like getting in all the little details, but also trying to make them like very flat. And then I think I was actually like, um, I looked at some Edward Hopper stuff and I was like, Oh, that's how I should be painting these. Like a painting, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like a little thicker paint, a little, you know, leaving parts of them a little sketchier and parts of them more developed and, you know, they shouldn't look like photographs. They should be paintings. Mm-hmm. And within that, I'm also like, oh, wait, this one can be more like this. This could be more like this. And um, uh, the the custom painting for the couple in Seattle, I'm doing trying to do that as more of a sort of Drew Struzan-style series. Okay. I just watched that documentary about a month ago. Oh, yeah, that guy's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, crazy how many like iconic posters he's made though i feel like every movie i grew up loving he made the oh poster yeah for i mean it. he it's is crazy. like super talented he's just like his his like i guess worldview is really weird to me because <laughs> so? i have okay so i have his book um it came out maybe two years two or three years i think ago. i've seen like the book, i think yeah. it might be it might be called Oove. I, I, I it might be called it. something else but he's sort of really bitter that yeah. movie posters have turned away from painted art. Mm-hmm. And he'll be really bitter towards the people, like the producers who design what go- or decide what goes on movie posters. And he'll be like, ah, fuck these guys. It's, such a, it's so hard to be an artist. Nobody appreciates genius and hard work. And, blah, blah, blah. and like in the same breath, he'll be like, yeah, yeah, I found the original art for this and sold it for 30 grand. <laughs> and I'm like, how can you how can you say that you're unappreciated and then also in the same, you know, paragraph, you know, say that somebody is willing to just immediately drop Mm $30,000 to like get a piece of your work. It's just, I'm just like, you should not be bitter. You should be like seizing the day, man. Cause you're a Drew Struzan, (laughs) you know? And it's like, okay, if there are idiots who don't want to pay you to do movie posters, and skip them just yeah you know do your own work and public I, mean, I think he is yeah but it's like you don't have to be bitter that you know the thing you used to do is not your like main thing you do anymore mm-hmm. well maybe he'll change mm-hmm. now that when he listens to this <laughs> and he hears your advice he's a huge fan of the show <laughs> he's always tweeting at me so he'll t- he'll take your advice i think uh, no his, his stuff is, is- yeah, I, I I I also like that he is a like he makes no bones about like there's a bi- like there's a big thing in art, especially in like comics and stuff about like you know how you use reference and should you trace and like and Drew Struzan is just like of course I fucking trace. How do you think I make them look exactly like the the you know like the movie stills? Uh-huh. I'm just like I like that he's just like it doesn't matter, <laughs> or it doesn't matter from the sense of uh, like I guess people who don't you know think about art that much or aren't within like you know they they assume that if somebody draws something it comes straight from the top of their head mm-hmm. versus looking at photos or like you know like the seer stuff is like I've taken all these photos. And I'm choosing what I'm going to use and like adapting it and, you know, figuring out different perspectives and stuff. But it's not, 
like like I'm sort of like is it the fact that I'm not sitting in a parking lot just painting a Sears mm-hmm. like then and there like does that make it like less valid? Why would it? Oh, that's 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 the thing, and yeah. like, and uh, sort of the 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 tracing or reference photo argument is is like people expect the people who draw really well that it's all just coming straight from their brain to like their hand mm-hmm. that you know like somehow Drew Struzan just knows what Harrison Ford looks like from any angle uh-huh. and can like synthesize that information into like this perfect portrait that just comes out of his. And he's just like, no, like, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> like I look at a photo and if I, and he'll be like, I'll have to like turn in a, a like 400 sketches the next day. Like, of course I got to put that on a light box or whatever he uses, like yeah. a projector thing and just do it. And it's kind of like, and if you look at like a thing, it's like clearly, of course he's either tracing or rapper. Like, it doesn't yeah, because I think as as like a kid, not even really like thinking about that being art. Like, I feel like a lot of those posters, I, as a kid, I just looked at them and just like thought they were pictures. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and and the thing is, is like it's like it, he still has to be a incredibly talented to like do yeah. that. You know, he's more just like, I just skip the busy, like, I'm not going to spend five hours, like, nailing a likeness when I can just, right, like, project that, do it, mm-hmm. get on to the next thing. Yeah. I like that ass, that the sort of, like, no bullshit Drew mm-hmm. Struzan. Yeah. I don't like the whiny Drew Struzan. <laughs> <laughs> Take because, it to heart, Drew. Yeah. If you could get $30,000... For a traced <laughs> photograph of Harrison Ford, <laughs> touche. Then you just should not be complaining. <laughs> um. Well, uh, let's get do something here. Uh, we'll play a, a, a. I just thought this seemed appropriate. I stumbled across this, and let's let's have a little uh, commercial break here, real quick. <laughs> McDonald's for great tasting meals. And Sears for holiday deals. The more you visit McDonald's, the more you'll save at Sears. <laughs> right now, you can get a Sears Saver stamp every time you buy a McDLT quarter pounder or Big Mac at McDonald's. Collect one to five stamps in your saver folder and save five to 25% at Sears. Make a list. Make a list. For the holiday season. You can save. You can save. On gifts from Sears. It's a good time. For the great taste of McDonald's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was just for you. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, I don't remember that. Uh, clearly from the 80s, but yeah. I, I don't recall that existing. <laughs> uh, but we'll, we could shift into Christmas a little bit there with that. Oh, yeah. um, Where did you grow up? Sacramento. Okay. And um, what was, uh, was Christmas a big deal for you as a kid? Or is it, is it now? You know, it's it's... I feel like I, I had one truly magical Christmas. <laughs> okay. Please go on. It was nineteen eighty six and I was six years old and it was just that like kind of I was like young enough to be surprised mm-hmm. and not old enough to be disappointed by anything. Right. Because after that I remember there had always been some weird form of disappointment. 
Okay. Like, like thinking you were going to get something that you didn't end up getting. Yeah. Those kind of things. Or like, um, I hope my, I hope my mom and I are experiencing this. So there was a year <laughs> where we, we clearly like found like all the Christmas presents. Uh-huh. And. And, like, that kind of, like, ruined it. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, oh, nothing's, uh... It has no surprise. Yeah. There's not a... The fun's gone. Yeah, and also, like, we found it was, um... The Atari Lynx. Okay. That was the handheld one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if I'm remembering, like, we found that, and we couldn't figure out who it was going to be for. <laughs> And my older brother, who's much more into video games than I ever was, like, we, we assumed it was going to be, like, his big gift. Uh-huh. But I think it ended up being, like, mine. And I got it, and I was kind of like, like, uh, I don't know if I'll, I don't, uh. <laughs> and of course... He went ahead and like opened it and started playing with it, and I was uh, like, "But it's mine. I was maybe I was gonna take that back." It's just that sort of like rotten thinking, right? You know, instead of just being like, eh, "It's Christmas," okay. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then, but nineteen eighty six was great. I was into Transformers. I got the City Transformer, mm-hmm. and then I got Galvatron. And I think I hugged my mom so hard that she fell over. <laughs> That's what I remember about it. Wow. And it was just a very, like, everything smelled like pine. Like, I just have, like, a very strong sense memories of that whole yeah. time. And then after that, like, like, now, because... Well, now you're more into Teemus. Oh, well, yeah, there's Teemus. But also, it's weird because Christmas usually, fingers crossed, is... um. You know, I make a lot of, like, Christmas sales. People buy prints and shirts and and stuff. So that's usually the busiest time of year for me, just Mm -hmm. making sure things get made and mailed out. And by the time actual Christmas comes around, I'm just like, oh, I didn't plan anything. (laughs) And it's just like me and my little brother who lives here in L.A. just being like, uh... I guess we'll see a movie. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> is that what you is? Is that the thing now? Movies yeah, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. We're just it like movie. Like a lot of my and friends, try, and then try, the and then try to find like a restaurant that's open. Yeah. And how easy and is that? They usually kind of suck. Yeah. Like and yeah, that's usually 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 Christmas. You've disappointed me a little bit. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 you know, it happens sometimes. Yeah, Not often, just, but it does happen. I just, I just give all my energy to make sure other people have a good Christmas. <laughs> well, see, that's isn't that the spirit after that's all? That's the spirit. There you go. All right, mm-hmm. you just redeemed yourself. <laughs> you can stay for a little longer. Okay. <laughs> uh, didn't you message me once before? Uh, I think it was like after Aaron and Sam were on yeah. the podcast, and I feel like you said something about you have a uh was it a kelsey grammar christmas story am i making this up oh my gosh it's it's just yes this is this is that's (laughs) this this is a christmas story this is probably this is the most magical christmas i ever had um two years two christmases ago 
Um, I'd done this drawing, which is, it's like a takeoff of those old what if comics mm-hmm. where it'd be like, Marvel put them out. be like, what if uh, Galactus killed the X-Men? What if this had happened? What if Spider-Man was the Hulk? <laughs> um, what if Wolverine never had his mutant healing factor? And there's, the, I think it was like the number, the first issue is like, what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? And it's got Spider-Man, it's got the Fantastic Four like breaking through. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man's like leaping and he's saying something. Yes, and I think I I've know, seen yeah, those now. Yeah, now yeah, now yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know, I just saw that and was like, that should be Frasier. <laughs> I should say, what if Frasier joined the Fantastic Four? <laughs> And so I drew that. I drew the Fantastic Four like at the same pose, and then it says Spider Man. It's Frasier like, mm-hmm. jumping, and I'm very proud of like being able to like nail like the likeness and like uh-huh. the pose. Cause sometimes it's very hard to draw like a guy in a like a business suit doing like a comic book pose. Right, that's really hard. I would imagine so. But I was like, ah, oh, this looks wow. And I did the lettering, and he's saying. You know, it says, it says, what if Frasier joined the Fantastic Four? And then it's got Frasier saying, watch out, evil. I'm listening. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, this is like the dumb, like it's so dumb, but I'm like, this is, I love this. That's, <laughs> like, that's why I love your stuff. It's because it's all so <laughs> dumb and I love it. Well, that's kind of the reaction. And I mean I, that Because yeah, no, no, the reaction I always want is like, where did this come from? <laughs> like, why did somebody do this? <laughs> exactly. So I had drawn that and like put it on the internet and shortly after that, I got a Facebook message that said, hi, this is Kate. I'm Kelsey Grammer's wife. <laughs> I'd like to buy him a print of that for Christmas. <laughs> I was like, what? Yes. <laughs> and, and so like I ran so like, yeah, I'll, I'll, Yes. <laughs> Did they just wanted to print? Didn't want the original. She first asked about the original. The thing about the original was, I think I had drawn the the figures and the lettering separate, mm-hmm. and just like combined them digitally. Okay. Gotcha. So I have like this big. Now I got it framed, but like the original art mm-hmm. of Fraser and the Fantastic Four. It just doesn't say right what if Fraser joined the Fantastic Four. That's like a separate mm-hmm. piece of paper. Um. And so I, she was just like, oh, I'll just get a print. Um, and so I came to their house. I'm like, it was like a couple days before Christmas. But it was like, it was the weekend before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning. And at the time, the drawing, the original drawing and prints were just black and white. And I was starting working on a color version. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to finish this color version and give them like a bonus. Like, here's also the colored version that only you get. Uh-huh. Um, and I eventually, because, you know, I'm a businessman, <laughs> changed the colors so that, you know, they got an yeah, actual yeah, yeah. exclusive thing, but I still have a color version to sell. Anyway, anyway um, like I roll up to their house in Beverly Hills, and they clearly had like just had a party the night before. So uh-huh. there were guys, like, you know, taking those, like, heat stand lamps away. And um, actually, I think he was the voice that buzzed me in. I was like, uh, I'm looking for Kate. <laughs> I was like, is that Kate? And she comes out, and I'm like, okay, so I've got, you know, here's the print, and then I've got this colored one. She's like, oh my gosh, that's great. 
like, would you like to come in and meet Kelsey? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I, like, I walk in, and Kelsey Graham is just standing there eating like an Entenmann's. <laughs> and then immediately, like, you know, turned all his attention to like, you know, like we were like, I have a guest. I'm going uh-huh. to like give them my focus. And he did that thing where, you know, you, you note somebody's name and you make sure to repeat it yeah, yeah. to make them feel welcome. Uh-huh. So he did that and it made me feel welcome. Nice. You know, he's like, oh, or, do we have anything else for Brandon? I was like, oh. <laughs> um, but, you know, he looks at it and he's like, I guess. So, did, not to cut you off, did, did yeah. he know about the piece yet or was he seeing it for the first time? Like she got it as a gift and this was like him seeing it for the first time. I'm trying to remember, actually, because I think he said that one of the Frasier producers had told him about it. Okay. But he hadn't seen it. And, you know, he looks at it, and he actually says out loud, he's like, watch out, evil. I'm listening. And I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, I just heard that, like, with my ears. I wrote that. Like, I heard Frazier say that thing. Oh, my God. And then and then the best part is he asked me for a business card. Uh-huh. And at the time, I, my business card, I have this painting of um, Sir Ian McKellen as Magneto, and he's covered in ducklings. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a close-up of that, Magneto with a duck on his head, is like, flip side of the business card it's a hand to him and he looks at it and he's like oh yes i was in that movie magneto <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my god this is so he's like a caricature of himself <laughs> i know but no he was like super like pleasant yeah like personable and i was just like this is, I, wow <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, who knows if he, like, wadded it up and threw it in the trash <laughs> later. But, like, he, you know, he's just like, oh, we're going to He gave you that experience, frame. though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, he hugged his wife. And he was like, yes, this is, this is a great gift. <laughs> That's amazing. I feel like I got the gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you're right about that. Yeah. Um, although, actually, no, recently he, because I, I eventually turned that into a, a fridge magnet. Uh-huh. And he or whoever runs his Twitter, like, tweeted the fridge magnet. Nice. <laughs> oh, he didn't say, he didn't also tweet the, the link to my website where you could buy it, which would have been uh-huh. great. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, that, that is, like, the worst part about trying to, you know, like, sell stuff on the, like, have yeah. your work on the internet, but also, like, try to make some money off of it. Mm-hmm. Is people, you know, linking to it with no context. Yeah, and pe- it's amazing how many people. It's so like it's in, in reality so yeah. easy to really get the answer to like what is this? Like they could probably yeah. type yeah, in yeah, a yeah, couple yeah. keywords, boom, they got it. But so many people just won't do that. It's yeah. amazing. It's it's astonishing. Mm-hmm. You know what's that from? Yeah, or like uh, uh, I I just as a lark. I did a Photoshop of uh, the new Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy that program, but okay. uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what possessed me, but there's this. You know, I saw this picture of Peter Capaldi. He's like just walking. He has a stern look in his face, and they keep in the new the season or whatever. They're kind of changing his outfit a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of his things, like it's like a sweater that has dots on it. But at first, I thought it was like a T-shirt with space. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, that would have been cool. Like a Doctor Who just wears T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? 
t-shirt. I'm like, ah. Oh. So I photoshopped. He's got his coat on, but under it, I made him wearing a Sonic the Hedgehog t-shirt. Because <laughs> I'm like, this is the stupidest thing. Oh, okay, yeah. So I, I have just, to also see yeah, this. Yeah, too, I yeah. just made this like Photoshop. I like, put it on put it, you know, on Facebook. I put it on Tumblr. And of course, it's like a lot of like retumbles. But the further it gets from like my page, the more people are like, is that for real? Oh, my God. <laughs> is he really going to wear that? <laughs> Oh, that'd be I, I don't believe it. Oh my god. Oh, that'd be You like I, just did this, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, or did I just did see this. it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just did this. And and I'm just like, how could you how why would you think that was real? <laughs> and also you just like finally somebody's like, guys, guys, I did a I did a reverse Google search on that. Yeah, I found the original con it's not it's just him wearing his sweater. It's been photoshopped. And I'm like <laughs> Like, I mean, props to you for being like, I can figure out if this is real or not. Yeah. <laughs> but in a way, that's like but, a, but that's also, a whole other side of the internet, too. The people that are like, this is real. It's got it. Like, I found yeah. out. I found the real yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's just sort of like, you know, this, I mean, this whole... He was in the right, but... Yeah, you know, this swath of people who just take whatever is presented to them. Yeah. Oh, that's a thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, where'd that come from? Too bad I'll just never know. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting painting. Where'd that come from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll never know. Yeah, that used to. That would. I remember learning that when when I was still like touring and playing in the band. Like a lot of times, posting things, and sometimes maybe it would be like a link to a video. But like in reality, the link took you to the band's web page or something. And then when you got there, it gave you the link for the. Yeah. You know, there was yeah, an extra yeah. step. Yeah. And like when you did that people would just not yeah. do it. Like we found yeah. if we eliminated that middle step, it would get way more views or listens or whatever. Yeah. And it's, it's very strange. Yeah. That like that one extra second, just people give up. Yeah. It's, I, I don't understand. What's wrong with these kids? <laughs> um, let's try something. I've done this a couple of times. Just to see what happens. I, I sometimes like to uh, tell people that uh, recording, that we're recording an episode, and I <laughs> ask to, for them to send questions, but I oh. do not tell them who the guest is. Oh, so I just so want to see just... what kind of weird questions they send. So let's let's try a couple okay. of the, couple of these. Maybe disastrous. Usually is. But uh, let's see what we got here. It's another generic theme song. It's another generic theme song. Another stupid generic theme song, and that's just what it is. It's a theme song that sounds like this. Another theme song. Bram Gonsher. I don't know that guy. So I said it right. Yeah. Okay. Um, He says it's Canadian Thanksgiving. What Canadians are you thankful for? Wolverine, bub. <laughs> All right. That's it. And uh, Dan Aykroyd. Nice. You know, where would the field of ufology be without him? <laughs> it's true. Also, his comedy work is sometimes okay. Yeah. Uh, who else is okay? You don't have to have, you don't have to have more. It's okay. Okay. I'm just going to go with Wolverine <laughs> and Dan Aykroyd. It's a good answer. That's cor- also correct. That is the correct <laughs> answer. Uh, Jonathan Diener, I know him. Uh, he wants to know 
because again he doesn't know who he's asking this to so he's got options where did you where did you get your band name slash show name slash movie name slash birth name uh i guess birth name is really the only one that applies to you I, i got it from being born true very true um anthony oh wow uh his name is Anthony for twenty sixty nine Tony twenty twelve. So yeah, Anthony with the ridiculous name. He's he wants to know if you have an IRA, and if so, is it a Roth or traditional? Oh God, <laughs> he th- that question just caused me to age five years. <laughs> no, I uh, no, nah, God. Huh. <laughs> I was a musician I, I, for a long time, so I have a David Lee Roth IRA. <laughs> That's a Twitter repeat. Oh God! <laughs> no, I am uh, that that lucky. You know, I'm doing. I'm following my passion. I'm making money, doing what I want. Except right now, I'm not really making any money, and I don't have any savings anymore. And I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm also familiar with that feeling. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, it has been a roller coaster of feast or famine. Yeah. Sometimes it's like I have more money than I ever expected <laughs> to. What happened to all the money? Yeah. Where, where did it go? I need to travel back in time two years and be like, Brandon, here's a pamphlet <laughs> about IRAs. <laughs> well, maybe uh, yeah. maybe Anthony here can set you up with yeah, something. Maybe. Of course, you know what? Maybe I'll die tomorrow. Who knows? That's the spirit. Who knows? <laughs> um, or maybe I'll, uh, you know, sell one of these series paintings for like $30,000. I think that's probably going to happen. You know, maybe there's a guy out there who collects Drew Struzan and Sears. Mm-hmm. Well, after this podcast comes out, you know, you're on the number one podcast on iTunes. No. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it on iTunes? It is on iTunes, and That's yes. all, that's, that's all I need. All I need to hear. Your, your life is about to change. Oh. <laughs> Uh, let's, I don't know, let's do one more. Uh, Chelsea Christer, I know her also. It's like all people I know. Well, okay, half of them were. All right. <laughs> Unnecessary well, comment. I don't know, it's good to know that people you know <laughs> listen to the thing you make. <laughs> or they just are bored and on Twitter. Uh, she wants, this is actually a decent question. But, uh, what is the most disappointed Maybe you answered this earlier. What's the most disappointed you've ever been on a Christmas present? I think I think it's that 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 Atari links that links. Yeah, yeah. I think I think just to, to fill in some gaps because I've been thinking <laughs> about this. I think what had happened was I hadn't really asked for anything. Like there wasn't one thing that I was like, oh, I really want this for Christmas. Because I was like old enough to not be into toys or asking mm-hmm. for toys. I was starting into comics and stuff, but. Were you already uh, into art a lot as yeah, a kid? Yeah, so I, I'm probably asked for like some art stuff, and then I think I asked for like a box of the Marvel trading cards, mm-hmm. and something happened, and probably also like a Genesis game or something. No, no, that was the thing. I was I, I would have asked for a Genesis game, except that we'd gotten. For some reason, we like anything I would have asked for for Christmas, I had already gotten, mm-hmm. which was bizarre because usually we never got anything. But, um, 
and then I asked for like a box of the Marvel trading cards. But then what happened? I think my dad moved like I've been working on this thing and my dad moved it and like ruined it because mm-hmm. like the paint got all smeared. And he's like, oh, and so I got to open. Great dad impression. <laughs> so I got to open a Christmas present early to try to make up for that. Uh-huh. And I picked the one that I knew. Like, I'm like, clearly this is a box of Marvel training cards. Mm-hmm. And that's the one I picked. But then it was like, you know, I, I should have been on Christmas morning opening this box of training cards and yeah. opening each packet and putting together mm-hmm. the whole complete set. But I robbed myself of that. Yeah, he's. He took it. The good, the good one was out of the way. And then I, and then, and then I got my like, gift that should have been my older brother's. And then I got mad when he opened it and wanted to keep it and play it. <laughs> what did happen with it? Uh, I, I, I think the uh, overall story is that that was a failure of an electronic good. <laughs> I don't think they really made many games. Yeah, I guess they probably did not. Yeah. And I think it was it a kinda, small window of time that was yeah, out. I think it kind of went away. I think it was that exact overlap of next generation and Webster, yeah, it was that same time period, <laughs> yeah, like it just you know poor Atari was that like the first color one too? I yeah, feel like I think, they, they, I think it, it came was out like the same was like, oh my God, I think it came out at the same time as the game boy, mm-hmm. And Atari was like, well, we've got a portable too. It's much bigger and more expensive. <laughs> But it's got way better graphics. And then I think I think I may have been I think I wanted to exchange the links and get a Game Gear. Mm. I think that's because even though the Game Gear sucked and I kind of knew it, uh-huh. I still just I don't know I didn't like any of the Atari games or something. Yeah, Atari was pretty much done by that point, anyways. I feel yeah, like. yeah, it was their last. Th- I mean, my my older brother was really into it though. Mm-hmm. All right. Really Fair enough. Um, well, uh, I see that when when you arrived, you had you had you came with some gifts, and uh, would you like to explain what you brought? And maybe we could do a little giveaway of some sort. Oh. How do you feel about that? I mean, uh, I, I don't want to force this on you. You just showed <laughs> up with these things. Uh, yeah, I brought a pair. I have not. I haven't even put these on the internet yet. They so will we got, be, a, we got will, an exclusive right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will be. What, when does this show go up? I think this is going to go up on Wednesday. Oh, then then you might be able to go to brandonbird.com and get these. Okay. So maybe we don't have an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. It depends. I'm, I'm kind of like redoing my whole store. And right. It's kind of like, will that be done? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, these are... I mean, I, this is something I, I have done the concept before. This is a brand new version of. This is a, a Nicolas Cage color form set. Nice. And if you do not remember color forms, they were basically um, like a, a backdrop, like a scene. It was kind of like had a kind of wax or mm-hmm. gloss sheen to it. And they would come with a sheet of like vinyl plastic stickers that you could peel off and they would, re- you could, you could, they weren't permanent stickers. You could peel and repeal them and you can arrange them on this backdrop to make scenes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a period in the early and mid eighties where they made color forms for like everything. Mm-hmm. 
Like it'd be like the Gremlins color form set. Yeah. And they would have the scene for that, I think, was like the outside of the house and the snow and there were Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. I remember having several. I can't think of any yeah, I had. You could, you could like them. one of the Gremlins, you can make him like just pose in a way he could be hanging off the Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. You know, you could basically, there were a range, you could mix and match and arrange scenes and make things. And it's kind of a very, very particular kind of play activity yeah. thing. Do they and still then make them regularly? Color form still exists. Okay. And they make color form things, but they don't do the like licensed right. every single thing that exists you can right. buy as a color form set. Gotcha. But you're bringing it back. You're oh, changing but, that. Yeah, because I was uh I was when I was working on like a Nicolas Cage painting, I was like, there's all these pictures of him. And I just got this like vision of being able to like just like pick him up, like lift him up and like stick him on a new background. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I should make a Nicolas Cage color form set. <laughs> I was like, is that possible? And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, I just need to find a place that does vinyl sticker printing and can do that like clean stuff and can also do what is called a kiss cut. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can peel off, you know, it's like the shape you can peel yeah. off from the sheet. Um, and then I had like the backgrounds printed at just the normal print shop. Mm-hmm. So it's a little, you know, it's not, well, you know, nothing fancy. <laughs> it's pretty it's a, great, it's though. It's a backdrop. This new set, the backdrop is double-sided, so you've got two play options. Here's a jungle setting, like mm-hmm. jungle jungle ruins, <laughs> and outer space. Yeah. And it comes with, th- like, the sticker sheet's got three different Nicolas Cages. It's got a space alien. It's got rocket boots that you can put on Nicolas Cage and make him fly through space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's got a keytar. It's got a basket of kittens. It's got a golden idol of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and I feel like I'm forgetting one or two. Uh, but it's got, it's got, oh, it's got a sombrero for Nicolas Cage to wear on his adventures. <laughs> and so if you like things that are fun, things that are neat. Mm-hmm. I like those things. Uh, I would assume people listening like those things. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty good. You know, Nicolas Cage is all right. Yeah. Color forms are dope. Mm-hmm. And, I have uh, not thought about color forms yeah, in quite so, some time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I originally made a set like five years ago. I've been kind of like reprinting it. I was like, you know what? Probably a new environments, new accessories, and all new. Nice. Nicolas Cage color form adventure set. And they even come in an envelope. This <laughs> is caution Nicolas Cage. Oh, yeah. I don't, Good stuff. I, I don't, I don't want to be sued by anybody. <laughs> Uh, so so what should we what should we do? I, I it'll just do something through Twitter. Like tweet tweet at Felice Navipod if you want one of these and uh should we make them do anything or should it just be that simple? What do you think? This is your prize here. I don't know. I'm trying to think what what I could like how I could exploit this. <laughs> like this is my chance. I know. This is your chance, the number one podcast. Um I I don't. I don't know. Maybe like. Uh, I got it. All right. I got it. This is what they can do. All right. What do you got? Give it. Okay. To I'm tweet, sitting down. Tweet at the podcast. Your idea for a new Teamus tradition. Mm, there you go. Ties it all together. Yep. And the best one. Judge. I don't want to judge it. You can judge it. Well, I'll, I'll share. I'll share the yeah. submissions. Okay. With you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the best one, or two, because we mm-hmm. have two sets. I brought two sets. 
Yes. They'll they'll get a Nicolas Cage colorform adventure set. Yeah. All right. So do and, that. Yeah. And everyone else who wants a Nicolas Cage colorform adventure set can go to brandonbird.com. Yeah. That's also where you can go to learn about the traditions of Tinas. <laughs> oh, you do have it up on there? Well, I've got, you know, the cards and, right, and right, stuff. Right, right, right. I knew that. Yeah. Gotcha. I thought you meant you had some more backstory up there. I think I think this is the most I've really delved into the, to the back. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I got it. Another yeah, exclusive. Yeah, yeah. I think I think actually when I first started making the the cards, I tried to like get people like, no, this could be actual holiday. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like this funny card. <laughs> well, maybe uh, Mr. T or Nicholas Cage's wives will get a hold of you this year. <laughs> <for some gifts. laughs> I don't know. I don't know if like I don't know if they're married. First of all. Uh, Nicholas Cage's Mr. T. I don't. I don't know anything about Mr. T.'s personal life. I think he keeps it that way. I know his real. I know his name's Lawrence. Yep, Lawrence Tyrone. Tyrone. I almost said Tierney. Yeah. I think I'm thinking of actress Maura Tierney. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're married. <laughs> you heard what it here if? first. <laughs> Mr. T has been a, in a decades-long relationship with News Radio's Maura Tierney. <laughs> Laura. And wait, I said the names wrong. Never mind. Tongue twister got me. Not even a tongue twister. I just can't. Oh, speak. I know where you're going. I was trying to say you were going Maura to say and Lawrence, yes. and I just screwed it all up. Well, Laura would be their celebrity couple name. Yes. <laughs> or T. Ernie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, gosh, uh, we've been going for a bit. Uh. I guess we'll kind of wrap this up and before I kick you out. Uh, oh. Is there, uh, I mean, I know we talked about BrandonBird.com and all the other stuff. Anything else you want to uh, throw at everyone? Um, um, if you're listening to this and you contributed to the Kickstarter, I am working hard. <laughs> oh my dear, he's still talking about Sears. And you're going to get stuff. I just, I just want that set. <laughs> <laughs> have people been bugging you about it actually no that's cool. except for one guy who just keeps saying where are my pictures uh-huh i didn't get my pictures like oh did they actually get like photographs or is well, he, the, is he the, calling... the main reward which is like a 25 dollar thing and there are like a hundred of these i have to send out mm-hmm. um it just it was described as a postcard style set of six mini prints okay it's gonna be a little different slash better than that mm-hmm. i mean there'll be mini prints yeah some of them will be maybe more like trading cards. Ooh. Or, but it's, it's, I've got to basically, I'll, first I have to finish the artwork and mm-hmm. put that together, but that should be coming up uh, soon. I don't know how soon it's going <laughs> to Fair enough. <laughs> Speaking of, so I got, I wasn't going to bring this up, but now it popped into my head. I got to ask you, because I've asked other artists that I know, and no one has really given me a very good answer. So now okay. I'm going to bring it to you. What is with, I'm convinced that all you artists have some sort of deal with framing companies and make all your prints in odd sizes that you can't just buy at the store straight away. I think that's more a conspiracy with like the, uh, the paper makers. Okay. Um, because, I mean, I don't know if this is like a trade secret or not, Ooh. but, uh. A lot of the prints that are being made are, like, everybody has the same kind of, like, Epson mm-hmm. or Canon. But really, if you're going to be doing your own printing, you want you want an Epson K3 series. Obviously. Um, and so the papers you get 
are some are like kind of weird. So like they don't those paper like the base paper size mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily it's based more on like multiplication of the eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper. So it'll be like a quad sheet of that. But a you know, a frame like you'll be like, Oh, I can get this fancy paper that's like seventeen inches by twenty two inches. But the the frame the closest frame you can get is like sixteen by twenty. Mm-hmm. So you have to like cut some of it off or be like, here's a weird thing. Um so I mean, you're the, pushing the, other, the blame to the paper company. I mean, c- kind of. Like, I try now because, I, like I said, I'm kind of rebuilding a store that's more like a real store and kind of going uh-huh. through my products and being like – and since a lot of them are kind of, like, made to, like – like, if it's a limited edition, you know, that doesn't mean you have all of them sitting there. It just means mm-hmm. you have to stop at a certain point. Um like some of the things I've, I've changed, but like, okay, I'm going to stop offering this and start offering this. Just basically just try to standardize some uh-huh. stuff where it's like, I like that move. Yeah. Cause I mean, like there's a certain point where if you're spending, you know, like 60, $80 on a print, you know, you, you probably that type of person would be able to buy custom printing. <laughs> um, and us, Sometimes the thing that you make doesn't sh- like if it's an actual physical painting. Like mm-hmm. actually, it's yeah. There's several factors like the the, the just depending can- on what the actual yeah, original it's like piece the, was yeah, like. Yeah, because it's like I the, figured the that canvas, was really part of yeah, it. Yeah, like the canvas or panel that you get may not shrink down yeah. like really well to those paper si- sets paper sizes. <laughs> And then you have to, like, and it used to be. Now they're, they've gotten better because, like, one of the like the default paper sizes for, like, you know, home printers thing was like mm. thirteen by nineteen. And like when I first got my very first printer and started making prints, you you could not like that was like why this doesn't you never can find a thirteen inch by nineteen inch frame what? Mm. But now they actually they make that. Yeah, if you go to Aaron Brothers. They don't usually have a big selection. Yeah, you can get like a I basic. Think I, I, I think I had like, like both ends of that where I'd looked for it before and then I went back and then I was like, oh, they have it now. Yeah, because they figured out like, oh, yeah. everybody who does art or photography is making their own prints. And yeah, these are the sizes we should be making frames for. Good times yeah. are changing. No, they are. I still don't know if you can get a seventeen inch by twenty two inch though. I don't know, but. Let's, there's an Aaron Brothers right close by. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, cool. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks for coming by. Hey, and I was just in the neighborhood, you know. I appreciate it. Saw your lights were on. Mm-hmm. Draws people in every time. Mm-hmm. Happens about once a week. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks. All right. We've reached the end again. Thanks for listening, as always. Thanks, Brandon Bird, for coming by. He gave you all his plugs, but uh, I'll also just add that he's at Brandon underscore Bird on Twitter. I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter. Show's at Felice Navi Pod on Twitter. Please, if you want to win the uh, Nicolas Cage color forms, tweet at us your best answer. Uh, that's the only way to do it. So, uh, as usual subscribe to the show on itunes leave us a nice review say it every time but it really is helpful um not really a ton 
to promote at the moment, so I'll just keep this short and sweet, tell you that Christmas is December 25th. Uh, also, another way to support the show, go to FeliceNavipod.com, click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page, and then just go buy everything you want on Amazon, and a portion of that will help the show. A portion of you, uh, what you buy, go I'm rambling. It's also a donate button on fleecenowypod.com. That's the best way to support the show if you can. Uh, No pressure. But anyways, that's going to do it. Uh, I've been Tony Thaxton. That's been Rigby. And as always, we wish you a Merry Christmas.